What's up, guys? This is Jamie Messina, and uh, we have brought back the Stories That We Tell podcast. So we're here, and today's episode, I'm going to talk about my sobriety, why I chose sobriety, and maybe um, shed some light on maybe some, some thoughts that you have about it. I know a lot of people have approached me just asking, you know, my story with it and, and you know, where am I an alcoholic? Why did I choose sobriety? Like, what's up with that? Because they often are thinking about it for themselves and don't know if it's something that they can do, that they want to do, if it's something that they should do. And honestly, I can't answer that for you, but I can share my story with it. So that's what we're going to do today. And uh, yeah, stick around. <laughs> All right. So I often get asked the question, you know, I've been sober over two years now, uh, free from alcohol. And um, I often get asked the question, well, it goes either way. Either people assume. I feel like there's this weird, uh, quiet, like people are just awkward when it comes to sobriety. They either assume you have, you know, when you're an alcoholic and something happened and that's why you're sober or whatever. And, And that's not the case for me. So people have come out and asked like, why are you sober? Why did you choose sobriety? And um, I, I think it's something I want to share because it's something that they're questioning within themselves if it's something that they that they want to do. And so uh, I'll give you a little background of it, okay? Um, started drinking and doing drugs really, really early in my life. I think <laughs> the first time I had my first beer and my first, uh, you know, hit of weed was probably like seventh grade. Um, And I guess maybe that's not young for some people, but I've had some people be like, wow, that's pretty young. And um, that kind of snowballed from there. Um, Drinking and smoking was, you know, an everyday thing, not necessarily like during school and stuff like that, but like definitely on the weekends, like life was about getting fucked up. And uh, I, I took that on. And I've discussed before that, you know, I, I have dealt with anxiety and depression my entire life. I don't know where it came from, um, but it is something I have dealt with from a very young age. And so when I found drugs and alcohol, uh, that was an escape for me because it was painful for me to go out into a group of uh, friends on you know a weekend. It was always painful, but um, it made it a lot easier when I could get fucked up. You know what I mean? And um, not only that, I just... Uh, it, it, it just was, it was easier, but it ended up that I never had to truly face myself. I never had to truly face what was causing my anxiety or depression. And also like, I thought I was more fun and more likable and all those things when I, when I would drink and and, and do drugs. And that followed me through high school, through college, into my twenties. And, um, I guess, I never really thought that I needed to stop. It wasn't like, you know, I was hiding alcohol. I think a lot of times people think you're like hiding alcohol in places and and that's what why you need to stop drinking. Um, but there were a few defining moments for me. So when I was 27 years old, I decided to make a life change. Now, at that point, I was getting really, really, really uh, drunk when I did. Guys, I'm 5'2", um, like at that time, I was like 130 pounds, 125, 130. But I could kill like 12, 13 beers and not be drunk. I could take five shots of tequila and, you know, drive home. So I thought. And um, people wouldn't notice that I was like over the limit um, because I just could hold it that much. It became that big. It became that big of a part of my life. And so um, 
but there were some defining moments. Number one, I was doing bet like crazy things. You know, I would, uh, I recognize that, you know, when I got drunk enough, I would get angry and I'd want to fight people. And a couple of times that happened. And, um, other things that have happened were, uh, well, number one, I could just tell, like, I was a hot mess, right? Like who would want to date that? <laughs> number one. But number two, there were a couple times that scared me where, um, I, you know, there was a chance I could have hurt myself really bad or, you know, died. And um, obviously that's a wake up call. And there's a couple in particular that stick out to me. So that that were the kind of turning point um, to a new life. So it was, I don't remember what birthday it was, but uh, it was Pride weekend. My birthday always falls on Pride and we have these awesome like block parties and stuff like that. And I remember uh, we had got uh, really drunk the night before for my birthday and then I woke up and, and water wasn't a thing. I didn't drink water, forget that. And um, was already drinking, you know, mimosas and drinking beers before we even got the per to the parade at like noon or 11. And then there's this block party after the parade at three and I'm already trashed, right? In this block party, um, somebody handed me uh, weed and I took a hit. And next thing you know, I look over to one of my friends and I'm like, man, I think I need water. Before I know it, I uh, wake up on the ground and people are like looking at me and I could see the fear in their face. And I'm, one person was like right up in my face and she's like, hey, are you all right? And I'm like, yo, why is everybody looking at me like that? And she's like, well, you just fell on your head. It sounded like a two by four hit the ground. And now you have a huge lump on your head and your lips are purple. And I'm like, oh, crap. Um, I was I was alarmed. I ended up having to go to the hospital. Um, you know, I got, you know, scanned, my brain scan. They checked to see if my neck was broken in, in any places and stuff like that. And it was scary. I was in there for like 15 hours. And ultimately, I just had a really, really bad concussion. But that lasted months. Um, I couldn't say specific words for months. It was just it lasted a long time. And, and that scared me. Um, there was another time I was at a concert, Dave Matthews at Fenway and something similar happened, you know, drink, 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 don't drink any water. Next thing you know, uh, I looked at my friend, I said, Hey man, I think I need a water. And she laughed at me. She said, water, I need a beer within five seconds, um, passed out. Luckily my friend caught me that time and I didn't hit, land on my head. I know it's not funny, but, um, it was just another time where I was, you know, scared for my life because of my alcohol consumption. And then finally, well, after that, I had hit a, a low point in my life to where I wanted to get my life in order. And so I started working out and eating better and I stopped drinking for 90 days and I, I had some significant changes for the better during that time. And, um, it was, it was awesome. I was making changes for the better. And, uh, what happened was it was like, I don't know if it was like eight or nine months in, but the marathon bombing happened, which really, really, really affected me. Um, I was down there. I knew people at the finish line. Uh, I live in the town where the shootout was, uh, just a few nights later, my house was on lockdown. It was just like a, a very scary and overwhelming experience. And I do feel that I had a little bit of PTSD from that. And a month later, uh, I found myself um, 
down in uh, Provincetown, Massachusetts. It was Women's Weekend. We have a good time down there. And, and you, we always get fucked up. But this time was a little bit more extreme because, number one, I hadn't drank in a long time because I had uh, changed the course of my life. And number two, I was still feeling kind of anxious and depressed from the marathon bombing. Like, it really affected me and was – I remember just – taking shots of tequila and taking pills and, and smoking weed. And, and, uh, next thing you know, it's 10 hours later, I'm in the street. I ended up getting into a little altercation with somebody that I knew. Uh, and, um, uh, all of a sudden somebody pulled my arm behind my back. And honestly, I was so drunk that I just reacted and I horse kicked back and it happened to be a police officer. And uh, I, needless to say, that's not the best thing to do. Um, and I started fighting the police officer. And uh, yeah, so got charged with assault and battery on a police officer with a weapon, which was my foot, disturbing the peace, uh, disorderly conduct, drunk in public, and a bunch of other things, which ultimately um, led to me being sober for a year by the courts, you know, the courts made me be sober for a year. And as long as I was and followed through with like taking the tests and stuff like that, then um, they dropped the charges. But it was a scary time in my life. And so those incidences, sorry, I say that incidences, but um, made me really evaluate like Jamie, do you think maybe you should get rid of alcohol in your life? And so it wasn't as important to me, but I still kept doing it. And it wasn't until I found my current company that I'm with now that um, I understood um, the capacity of what it does to your brain. So I, I joined a new company, um, you know, obviously – maybe you don't know, but drink ketones and with a company called Prove It. And um, it, when I first started drinking them, I felt as if my brain went to a higher level, it went to a new level, I felt like a cloud was lifted, and I was operating at a higher frequency. Um, I was still drinking alcohol at the time, but here and there, not not so much. And um, I started to recognize thought leaders and people that I kind of looked up to that were sober. Sober, um, they were, you know, killing it in our business. They were killing it in our industry. They were killing it in in all things life. And I found myself for one of my friend's 40th birthdays in Punta Cana with leaders in my company, um, a few of which who were sober. Um, and I myself was not, and I was going through an interesting time at that point and had gotten really, 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 really drunk. Uh, so much so that I woke up when it was the day we were leaving, uh, I, you know, puked all night, just dumb shit. And I was like, you know what? This just isn't for me anymore. And right then and there, I think it was June 27th, um, 2018, I decided I was no longer going to drink alcohol and I haven't had a drop since. Um, but the fact of the matter is, was I somebody that it was, you know, hiding alcohol in my house? No. Um, did I even drink during the week or even, you know, most weekends? No. But I found that when I did drink, I didn't like who I was. I found that I had done a lot of inner work. And when I was sober, I could feel that and I could emulate that. But as soon as I took a drink, it brought me back five, 10 years to the place that I didn't want to be. And because of that, I chose sobriety and I chose to, not, to stop drinking because I didn't like who I became when I did drink alcohol. Um, I could go without it for long periods of time, but I didn't like who I was when, when it was in my life. So, um, I often think and people ask, do you think you'll ever drink again? And I don't know. I'm not going to say I will never have a drink ever again in my life. I just don't feel like it's necessary at this point. I like myself better. 
when I am sober. I think I show up better in the world. I think I'm a better friend. I think I'm a better partner. I think I'm a better daughter. And um, I don't need it to have a good time. I don't need it to be social. In fact, it, it actually serves the opposite purpose. Like, I feel like I am not somebody you'd want to meet when I'm drinking. And so there, that's the reason why I stopped drinking. And you know what? For the path that I'm on in my life, where I'm headed in life and, and what my goals are, I think that alcohol would hold me back. And that's just me. And here's the thing. I don't judge people who do drink. And I don't want them to judge me for being sober. And I want them to still invite me places. I can go out and be perfectly fine drinking a ketone instead of a, of a beer. I can, I can, you know, I can go to the liquor store for you and bring it to your house. I, I'm not even a little bit worried about that. But um, that is ultimately the reason why I chose to be sober um, moving forward in my life. I just feel like with where I'm going and where I want to go, um, it aligns with sobriety and also, you know, what I've learned about the brain and what alcohol does to the brain uh, aligns with my sobriety and who I become and when I am drinking and how that affects my anxiety and my depression. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't like who I am. And that's what's most important to me. And that's what, you know, this podcast is about. What I'm going to share with people is you got to like who you are. You got to love yourself. And if you find that there's something that comes into your life that changes that, you got to get rid of it. Whether it's a person, whether it's an, a substance, whether it's, you know, whatever, you got to get rid of it. If it doesn't align with who you are, if it doesn't align with your purpose, and if it makes you something that you are not proud of and that you don't love, then you got to get rid of it. And, um, you know, for me, that is, is alcohol. And uh, yeah, so I just wanted to share that part of my story. A lot of people have asked about it. They want to know because maybe it's something they're thinking about and they feel like, hey, if I choose sobriety, that means that, you know, I'm, I'm an alcoholic who hides alcohol and, and this, that, and the other thing. It's it's not necessarily that. I could go weeks and weeks and weeks without alcohol. I could, could, you know, if it's around, I don't have to have a drink. It's just that when I do drink it, I don't like who I become. And I can't, I'm not one of those people that can just have a, a glass of wine with dinner or a beer with this. No, when I start, I keep going and I don't stop. And I know that about myself. And so therefore, that is why I chose sobriety. Um, and I know a lot of other people who do too. And I know a lot of other people who chose it and now they're back drinking and they're fine and they don't, you know, they, they just have a drink here and there and they're able to do that. And if you can do that, awesome. But if you find that it's changing something or if you've had the thought, right? So I had the thought several times before I actually went sober, like, hey, maybe it might be better for me to be sober. And I thought that that thought alone was enough to really, really take a look at that, um, to really take a look at that. And then, you know, I'm not going to lie, kicking the cock cop thing. Um, that that played a huge role in it as well. Uh, not something I'm proud of, by the way, but um, chuckle just because like, crazy, crazy things happen when alcohol enters your body. So anyways, I hope that was helpful for you. If, if you're thinking about maybe going sober, try it for 90 days. See what happens. See if you want to go longer. You know, nobody says when you choose sobriety that it has to be forever. Nobody says that, you know, unless it's something that that's your if you're one of those people that you know it has to be forever. So um, nothing wrong with that. And uh, yeah, that's it, guys. I'm going to keep showing up here and Oh, you know what? So this this podcast is about the stories that we tell, right? And I will say one thing that happened to me when I would drink alcohol is that all of those old stories that I would tell myself that we all know are bullshit would 
flood back in as if I opened the gates, um, you know, it flood, flood, flood back in. And that is the major, major reason why I choose sobriety. So that's what this podcast is about. It's about the stories that we tell, how to overcome those stories so that we can really manifest the lives of our dreams um, in love, in life, in in uh, career, and uh, make shit happen for us. So that's it for today. I hope that was helpful and I will talk to you guys soon.